Before Matt could answer, something weird started happening to his manager's voice. It was changing, changing pitch, sounding younger. Matt? 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 Hello? Matt blinked and looked up to see the face of his best mate, Rob Brown, staring at him. Hello? Matt looked around. He wasn't in the back of a limo. He was in a classroom. It wasn't late at night, but broad daylight. Then it dawned on him. He hadn't just done a gig at the Hammersmith Apollo, and he wasn't Britain's youngest stand-up comedian. He was a 12-year-old boy putting together the jokes page for his school magazine. You were daydreaming again, Matt, said Rob, slapping a picture onto the desk in front of him. It showed their physics teacher falling down the steps outside the science block. Whoops, said Matt, confused and more than a little crestfallen. We need a caption for this photo of Dr. Bouvier, said Rob. And like Dr. Bouvier, Matt was back down to earth with a bump. Hmm, said Matt, rubbing his eyes and blinking himself back to the here and now. How about Bouvier finally explains gravity in a way that's easy to understand? Hmm, said Rob, rubbing his chin and desperately trying to come up with something to top Matt's gag. Hang on, scratch that. How about what goes up must come down? Nice one, said Rob. I don't know how you do it, but you always do. Teamwork, Rob, teamwork, said Matt, and they set to planning the rest of the page. Matt and Rob had been running Pavey's Punchlines for over a year, and it had been going really well. Meredith Pavey was their headmaster, a bald man with glasses, a very odd dress sense, and a personality to match. In short, he was a cartoonist's dream. What are you thinking for the main feature, Matt? I thought we might try a cut-out-and-keep-dress-it-yourself model of Pavey in his underpants. <laughs> like it. Keep talking. You're the artist, Rob. You draw a picture of Pavey in his undies. Then around that, we'll put some of his most popular outfits with little tabs on so that our readers can cut them out and dress him up for different occasions. We'll give him that dumb green tracksuit he wears on sports day. His flashes Mac, chipped in Rob. The sandals, countered Matt. The stripy tank top. Yeah, but make sure it's like the real one and doesn't cover his belly button. The flowery tie he wears for assemblies. The speedos, said Matt with a giggle. Oh man, stop it, said Rob, cracking up now. We'll get lynched. A bobble hat and a pair of mittens. What, with the speedos? <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, Rob. They were really cooking now, bouncing ideas off each other, pushing it further and further until they were virtually rolling around on the floor with laughter. Uh, I hope there's some work being done here said a big man with a cauliflower ear and a beard, leaning round the door of the classroom. It was Mr. Gillingham, who supervised the school magazine activity. He looked like a real hard case and more than a little scary, but in fact Paul Gillingham had a great sense of humour and was a big fan of Mills and Brown. He'd picked up the mangled ear from one too many games of rugby. Oh yes, sir, the joke page is really filling up nicely, said Matt. Yeah, what have you got for us this week, said Mr. G., perching himself like a giant bearded budgie on the edge of Matt's desk. Hard to beat last month's school dinner bingo. That had been another of Matt's ideas. Photos of various school dinners placed in boxes in a grid like a bingo card. Readers had to try to match the name of the dish to the photo. It had gone down a storm with pupils and teachers alike, even if it had meant being blanked by the dinner ladies for a week and smaller portions for Matt and Rob from the head cook, Mrs. Rogers. Mind you... You could call that a blessing in disguise. It's a fashion piece, said Matt, passing Mr. Gillingham Rob's rough sketch. A broad grin spread across Mr. Gillingham's face as he scanned the page. 
Then he let out a snort and finally a big laugh. <laughs> One day you two are going to get me sacked. You can't stick this in the magazine. Mr. Pavey will hit the roof. Oh, sir, please. You've got to admit it's really funny, said Matt, falling to his knees with his hands clasped together, mock pleading. That's true, unofficially. I suppose if a few copies of it were printed anonymously using the school photocopier and circulated amongst friends, it would be very difficult to level the blame at anyone in particular. Of course, you didn't hear that from me. Yes, sir, said Matt, not hearing you loud and clear. Put me down for ten copies, chortled Mr. Gillingham, heading towards the door. Oh, he said, turning back, and don't forget the khaki shorts he wears when the sun's out. With the brown knee-length socks and sandals, sir, you don't miss a trick, do you, Mills? We're on it, said Rob with a chuckle. As Mr. G left, he passed their classmate, Ahmed, at the door with a bundle of A4 posters.